The Comedy Store would like you to know that the views and opinions expressed on this podcast are strictly those of the speakers or authors and do not necessarily reflect or represent the views and opinions held by the Comedy Store and its affiliates. How were your Russian movers? They they were spick- when good. they showed up and, they, and I'm like, whoa! I hired a professional movie crew. Why are there three white guys? And one of them was wearing very short umbros. Yeah. Okay. And uh, the other one looked like a pro wrestler, just hair covering the shoulders. He was the, the meat of the crew. Like that uh, old Nintendo game, Karnov. Yeah. Very similar. Yeah. I don't even know what that is, but I can picture this little It was like, uh, well, in, in eight bits, he was quite muscular and bald, yes. <laughs> yeah, I, I kind of like somehow Mike Faberman remember. if he were ripped, yes, like a circus yes. strongman. Yes. Yeah. You know, old school white guy strength. Yeah, Turn of the century. He's the least strongest man. The, but, but he favor looks, man. But he looks, but he looks like, like yeah. the old yeah. school strong yeah. man. And the leader of the Russians looked like a like a Soviet uh, Eric Carter, the guy from Mississippi oh, yeah, that yeah. hangs out. Oh, yeah. Like, he just looked just like him. I'm like, holy fuck. And then I'm like, oh, no, this guy's straight Russian. And these guys were like straight off the the container they got out in long beach they broke out of there container. the container and they came straight to work and all they did the whole day was basically emasculate me for like oh. holding the baby hey, look you're holding the baby, baby. again <laughs> and then the other two would laugh and we were never held as babies <laughs> that explains like, our personality it's like oh <laughs> that's right. amazing uh you want me to i, I grab something here i'll take that up no no you stay here with baby i take upstairs <laughs> and then i would have protected the baby as like, well god damn yeah. Around guys. these idiots. Did they film you? Like, look at him. You mind we take picture of you? Maybe breastfeed baby? <laughs> Girl man? God damn it. How old is the baby? Uh, 10 months now. Really? Is it, st- is it sleeping it, yet? David? Oh, whatever. It's okay. an it for until like two or three years. Yeah. Um, is it, sleep- it sleeps great. Really? Yeah. That's lucky. Goes to bed. She at, sleeps great. Uh, it goes to bed around nine or ten, <laughs> and then it sleeps till like seven or eight in the morning. That's extremely that's fortunate. Really yeah. yeah, that's very lucky. It was yeah. it was terrible for about five months, and then one day was she starts colic? sleeping. Yeah, oh, okay. new parents look like POWs. They have that. You even Always. have. Like, you still look tired, but not yeah. as tired as I guess you did. Yeah, five yeah. Months, months ago. ago yeah. yeah, yeah. I was. I was not. I was. I was. I, I honestly felt that you should be allowed to murder people. If you have a child, I don't have a child, and I feel that right. You know what? Regularly. You should get one. Yeah, because like one. if you brought one in the world, you take one out. Exactly. Kind of that thing. Oh, yeah. I think no. that's exactly. Also, right. it's got to be in your family. I mean, to keep it coherent, you know. <laughs> yeah, I mean, <sighs> like my, a family member. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. Mom or great aunt or something. <laughs> so my family's far away, so I want it to be someone I have to interact with daily. Okay, so that well. way, I can make it simpler who's watching the baby so if you don't have family members there it's tough to, you guys have to watch the baby with no help we're yeah. gonna have david babysit want to babysit Wait, you babysit? i thought you said dana no, like david. No. it's a baby why don't you go to sleep right <laughs> like i tried to feed it but it turns out potato chips are really really bad for the baby luckily i ate all of them first <laughs> David, how would you babysit? What? Oh, um, <laughs> distantly, <laughs> the remotely. Best, ba- best babysitter. I do it over, yeah, right. over Skype. It's over there. Yeah. Puts it in the crib and then yeah. just leaves. Yeah. No, Better. she seemed fine when I left. What do you mean crib. when you left? Yeah. <laughs> I, I had, left hours ago. I had uh, we had Eleanor babysat her once. Oh, yes. how was that? Oh my God, she's so cute. She's really, really a pleasant baby. Honestly, you're good because Eleanor, you're good at babysitting babies because you. You raised your fifty brothers and sisters. I did not. I was at the bottom of them. 
Really? I'm number eight. So I I'm, still imagine they had you to raise still me. raised them. Yeah, me too. Uh, yeah. Like no. parents left, Eleanor take like, care of yeah. the nine but kids. But I always had babysitting jobs. I was very yeah. good with Like my brother Jimmy, oddly, is one of the best with is babies. Is he the one who puts a whole baby in his hand? Yes. Like yeah, he, so. I don't know. A baby just feels like, giant, oh, okay, yeah. I'm safe yeah. in this yeah, giant's hand for in some reason. Glove. <laughs> yes. uh, How many brothers and sisters do you have? I have uh, one older brother and three younger sisters. Okay, so and how much younger? Um, I have one sister who's two years younger than me, one sister who's four, uh, five years younger than me, and then there's the surprise baby. Oh, well, so you were around babies a lot of the time. How, yeah. how young is the surprise baby? Uh, she is 19 right now. Wow. Whoa, that's a hell of a difference. Yeah, I mean, it was classic 80s sitcom, like, hey, all the kids aren't cute anymore. Were you Can surprised we... your parents were still fucking? I, I had a feeling that they probably were. That would be like alarming. I'm yeah. very happy that they were. My yeah. parents, they weren't, you know, conservative or whatever it was. I, it just I'm not worried like about conservative or liberal. It's more like at some point, even the most liberal couple was like, I'm done with you. Yeah. No, I don't know. I think I think they, they rekindled the fire oh, or something. Nice. And, and then, yeah, now, now they so then it was it was surprise time. So it wasn't until very recently that they were completely done with children in the house. Yeah, my sister just finished just, her freshman year of college. Yeah, so this is like, so, that was a long stretch of children. Yeah, yeah I mean, my brother was eight, almost 18 when my baby sister was born. So think about born. that. That's like a 35-year stretch. Yeah. Of children in the house. The empty nest syndrome must be fierce. And they seem to really be enjoying it. <laughs> well, I bet they're Lots still of vacation. Remember that Bernie Mac bit? Oh, they're going on vacation a lot? Oh, yeah, good. all the time. Do you remember the Bernie Mac bit about how he got his sister's kids? But the beginning of the bit, he's like, children move out. He's like, we're fucking everywhere. Like, right. We're living. <laughs> no, yeah, it's, uh, I think they, they basically raised four kids and then had to have a basically a, a whole new. Yeah, one child then. That's insane. So you're this girl, the 19 year old, was raised as basically an only child. As an only child, more yeah. or less. Yeah. yeah did you, were you dragooned into doing babysitting duties and diapers and shit? Um, I I did some when I was there. I mean, I, I basically moved out when I went to college, and I never moved back in. I basically yeah. Would, I would stay away for summers, do whatever it's weird I could. To think. Like to I moved enjoy. out. Yeah, I moved out at like 17, and you're like, that's a long ass time. You ago. moved yeah. out at 17. Went to college. Oh, college. I forgot. Yeah. I forget people leave for college. Oh yeah, you went I to Temple. <laughs> Yeah. Well, no, you left to drop out. Well, I, yeah, I moved to so congr- L.A. to drop yeah, exactly. out. Yeah. You were there for a good year, and then you're like, this college thing is... Yeah, I'm good. Yeah. Uh, I'm not... This isn't really... Yeah, I just I just realized that just now I've been I've lived on my own away from my parents' house exactly as long as I lived with them growing up. Really? Same. So Same. it feels Wait. good. I'm oh, actually a, no, year, a year longer in L.A. Oh, yeah, yeah. I realized recently that I have been here longer than I was in, you know, everything from like kindergarten to co- into college. I'm like, I've spent more time in comedy than I have in school. Right. For the same amount of gain. <laughs> <laughs> That's Benefiting not- yeah. in both ways. Yes. When did you start Just, doing comedy? Uh, 24. So that'll be 2000. So you didn't do it in college, obviously. No, fuck no. I was busy, you know, studying. studying. Anybody in. who does comedy in college didn't really go to college. Wait a second. Hold I did comedy in college. What did you major in? I didn't really <laughs> yeah. go to college. You know, I was. <laughs> I majored in drug experimentation with I a minor in, in film. Chemistry and economics. And I was I get sick at the beginning of the semester and chemistry. I'd be sick all the way through to the end of the semester. I was so exhausted. I barely grabbed even with that, it was still like hard to finish everything. And I think I didn't have enough I barely had time to watch TV. The thought about having time to go out and do comedy, it's like 
Were you a perfectionist? Like, is that no, why? No, it was just I, that what you were studying student. was so Carnegie hard. Carnegie Mellon was hell Carnegie on Mellon earth. is not yeah. even it was like real no, to people We like were me. known for computer <laughs> science and suicides. Yeah. Uh, yeah, see, yeah. I, was, I was a film student at the University of Kansas, one of the most prestigious yeah, film schools yeah, well, out you know, there. The nice thing about it isn't is, it closed? It's as yeah, it doesn't exist anymore. That, that was the College of Santa Fe. Oh, that college right. is entirely oh, really? closed. That college is closed. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I feel like it would be like the two. You got New York and Los Angeles, the two poles of entertainment, and let's let's walk and then meet in the middle and let's form a film yeah. program there. And somehow that was that was the worst of the two film programs I went to. The the one that's now no longer exists in Santa Fe. Did, uh, so the whole college went out of business? The whole college went out of business. <laughs> I did, I've heard it's about Trump that Trump University, I yeah, think well, they How call did it. it go out of business? They just I guess, well, like a majority of the people I know dropped out because it was it just seemed like such a scam when you got there. I mean... Well, uh, it was like crystals and pot? Like all of Santa Fe? It was just like an art school and it was super expensive, but it just like you yeah. basically were like, "This is ridiculous." The only person I know, like uh, Merv, went there and dropped out. Ryan Mervis. Ryan Mervis. Oh, wow. Um, wow. Uh, what's her Annie uh, Letterman? Letterman. 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 She actually closer. graduated. She apparently really? went oh. for six full years. <laughs> I <laughs> love her. <laughs> six full years. She's like, yeah, I graduated, and then a semester later, they closed it. I'm Here's like, the thing: it, it's like I think Lucky. about how hard I worked in school, and my it was kind of pointless, but it was still like if it was like if my son was like, hey, uh, dad, I want to go to the University of Santa College, Santa Fe, I'd be like. No, just don't go. Yeah, why? Why would why you, are you do doing that? that? That's how I. That's feel. a school you could lie about going to. Yeah, especially at this point now, you could especially I'm lie I'm about. I'm it. We all graduated in 2009 when yeah, the college why, closed like, forever. If you don't have a college degree, I'm going to put it on my why resume. Why wouldn't you tell people yeah. I yeah. went to that defunct school? Absolutely, no way to check on it. Yeah, there it, is no way to check. There's, there's no gotta way to check. Got to be really? a way. Yeah, there's no way. They they literally have no records left. There's no one in charge of anything. Yeah, and then they. They, That's some Don Draper shit. Yeah. And then a new school bought the campus. Uh, and a new school or a new school? A, a new okay. a new college. Yeah. And then that college just went out of business. And then... It's like the restaurant that goes out of business because of the location. Every couple so years. Good. Yeah. It's, it's, That's amazing. And then wow. mysteriously about two months ago, about half the campus burned to the ground. The old Jewish Whoa. lightning. Yeah. <laughs> so you know what? It's, it's, Maybe it it's was basically Annie. the strip club of <laughs> colleges. Also, yeah. Because that remember, without the, the body buffet, shop, without the, the buffet, the body shop remember burned. Yeah. a while ago, and an amazing. You know, I love the went, twist of events. Yeah, they were able to really remodel that thing. Here's a question: Is this one recording? Well, I'll go check, but I think so. Okay, because the last time but we did this, let's get back to. Yeah. We, that's right. Oh my God, that's right. Oh yeah, that's when I when when I saw there was no Ari Manis, I'm like, we're gonna do it again. Yeah. I already can feel, feel it. it. Yeah. Anyway, so okay, so when did you start? You started when you were 24. 24. So you, after Carnegie Mellon, you just. I was at Carnegie Mellon, and then I was unemployed for a little while. Then I had a job, and I got fired from that. And then I backpacked around Europe, and I got another job that was mildly successful, but I was terrible at it. But I made some money. And then I got fired from that in San Francisco and I came out here. Was that in the tech world? That was, yes. Both of those jobs were in the tech world. Oh it was God. really, I was really incompetent. My friends were quite good. <laughs> Why do you say you're incompetent? No, no, I was really awful. I mean, you know how I am on stage? I was worse at no. computer science. <laughs> you should read the Yelp reviews yeah. of his computer science. Yeah, it was awful. And my, my friends were quite good. 
Is that how you got in? Or oh yeah, yeah. What, what happened was you floated by with help of friends. Are or you no? like Big Head San, on Silicon yes, Valley? Yes, actually, no. There was actually I knew it was really like Big Head in San Francisco. What happened was my friends had this company that had gone public and it was making a lot of money, hand over fist, and they were all like, "Wait, you know these people we're bringing in to interview are idiots." And they're like, "Well, if we're going to have idiots interview, why don't we interview our friends?" So I get pulled in for the interview. Um, you had four thousand bucks if you find somebody. They managed to coach me through the interview and help me cheat to the point where I managed to get hired. I managed to bluff my way through every single person, uh, and then I got hired. And then six months later, I was fired. It's a great deal. Yeah, it's not Jesus. bad. One of the people great I interviewed. Money for, though, right? Yeah, well, Ridiculous. yes, while lasted. Although one of my friends who interviewed me, I, I mean, friends with him at the interview, he is now like a really successful guy in software. He's making a lot. He was, you know, he's done very, very well for himself. I just was terrible. I was really bad at it. Did you not enjoy it? Or well, it was did a combination just... of things. It's like, you know, some people are great at something and they enjoy it. Right. I was the opposite of that. Yeah. In every possible way. I bad could, and hated bad it. Bad and I hated it. <laughs> and then they, they Sounds didn't like know, a winning combo They didn't know what to this do with me. Right itself, yeah, they, they didn't know what to do with me because I was just loud and I didn't care. And I remember I went to lunch with once of my friends and a couple of like shy developers and I was telling about this prison rape website they wanted oh. to fire me I talked loud <laughs> on the phone they were complaining up the chain and down the chain could you please talk it was just a disaster <laughs> it was an absolute disaster but the food was really good the, the benefits I oh yeah the upside you never you had to, I never had an alarm and all the time I was in software never once you'd sleep in come into work stay there until dinner you had to get there before lunch because that's when your friends ate. But that was right. the only reason. Stay until dinner. It was fucking tremendous. It was such an easy job. The only problem was I was terrible at it and hated it. Right. But if I had enjoyed it, it would have been as I'd be very successful. So yeah, so cushy and yeah. But, you but I was knew also not what good. you were doing. You just no 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 hated no. no. I, I really didn't have any idea. Oh, you didn't even they, know my what you job were doing. in wow. in Silicon Valley was. They said you need to learn Java, and they gave me a book, and I I remember never that. opened the book. <laughs> I mean, never once did I open the. It stayed on my desk with, I think, as I recall, there was like a cartoon of like a fucking camel on it. And I leave it because it was upside down. I turned it back over every once in a while, but I never opened it. I was there for six months. It was great. That is sweet. It It was a really sweet deal. Yeah. It wasn't, it just wasn't for me. Now, my friends are, are quite good at it, but I just was terrible at it. Yeah. That is amazing. I would never be able to pretend even to get into You'd that world. You'd be surprised. Really? <laughs> Although I mean, maybe be, just because I'm a chick. With you. Here's the thing that's, that's galling is that, yeah, the reason I got it is I look like a developer. So they're like, but oh, I've yeah. never gotten an audition for a show for being a software developer, even though I look like one so much that I yeah, you would was play able one to audition in real life. real life. Yeah. I remember lying and cheating on the fucking final question right before the end of the day and like pretending that I never heard it. And I turned and I'm like, what if you go backwards? And I remember thinking, is she going to buy this shit? And she goes, oh, my God. I'm like, you look at you. You're an actor. It's the most <laughs> oh, lucrative acting shit. job I've ever realized? had. Yeah, yeah but <laughs> oh, I think the problem is I look like a real developer, not like an actor playing developer. Right. So I'm not quite at the well, Chris, Hard- Chris Hardwick level of attractiveness. You're where- really just <laughs> like one pair of Weezer glasses away from... Hollywood buying in on yeah, this, I, I think. <laughs> yeah, you could really play that up. I could play a director of, of somebody playing nerds. Uh, kind of the yeah. the American Stephen Merchant, I think. Oh, is yeah, believe me, I, I heard that. You know, the joke about that was uh, Jackie Gold had a friend. And this friend, I saw the a picture. comic. Yeah, Jackie Gold, okay. she had a friend. The friend was very pretty. And I looked at the picture, and I'm like, hey, she fucks ugly. I can tell. I can just tell from the picture. I know. I go, That's she fucks ugly. I go, ugly. she fucks ugly. I know what that looks like. She goes, she went to Princeton. I'm like, trust me. She's a model. I go, she fucks ugly she goes i don't know david i go just let me meet her she fucks ugly 
A couple weeks later, Jackie calls me. He goes, oh, my friend's here. You want to meet her? I'm like, I'm sick. Uh, whatever. I'll meet her some other time. A couple weeks after that, I go, what's up with your friend? She said, well, it's weird. She is dating a guy who's not like classically good looking. I said, well, who is it? She goes, uh, Stephen Merchant. I'm like, son oh. of a bitch. Yeah. Snagged her right out from So then she you. broke up with Stephen Merchant. And I told Jackie, and she didn't do this. I said, what you need to do, Jackie, is say, after she broke up, say, Look, we need to get your mind off Stephen Merchant. I got yeah. a guy who's totally different. Yeah, somebody who so completely different. take you out of it. Then you and did she? No, she never did. Oh, because, Jackie. I mean, I can understand if I'm that girl. The last thing you want is somebody who looks like your last boyfriend, only exactly. who is desperately poor. Yeah, like, <laughs> no, every doesn't have the millions. Yeah, he's yeah. a lot like the old guy, but he's American yeah. and has he's no broke, money, and he's broke, and he's really difficult to get along with. So when you showed up at the comedy store, you were like, oh. This is perfect for me. I fit in with these people. Mm -hmm. No, it's like anything at the store. It takes like, you don't fit in at the store until you make other people, you don't feel comfortable at the store until you make other people feel uncomfortable at the store. Yeah, you gotta be the bully and not the bully. Exactly, it's prison. You figure out your fucking angle and you (laughs) fucking rock that angle. Get your gang. So the first six months, it was really uncomfortable, but I was doing, I almost quit, but Bobby Lee talked me out of it, which I will always Oh no, Jesus. Bobby Lee done some stuff, but I always appreciate that because he talked me out of it. It's funny. Ari and I worked with a guy who all, who did quit. And, you know, and then we went our separate ways. And then Ari and Steve and I sold that show to FXX. And we, we sold it to Comedy Central, so we knew it was sold. And we went to FXX. We're walking down the hallway, and we feel great. We feel really good about ourselves. Walking up the hallway towards me and Ari is that guy we worked with. Oh, we're like, no. what are you doing here? He goes, I work in graphic design. And I thought, you know what? I haven't made a lot of good decisions, but staying at the store while it did throw away my entire life, was good in this moment. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that feels better. But yeah. yeah, thanks to Bobby. Did Bobby get you a showcase as well? Because everybody we interview tells no. us Bobby got us. I'm, I'm, oh, no. You know, I can, I can Not everybody, this, I but a lot. I'm saying 80% of the people at the comedy store are here because Bobby Lee brought them in. That's he, how it seems. Really? Here's the thing about my showcase. was It was so, just like everybody else. I was an employee. I didn't showcase for two years because somebody had done that and insisted on Mitzi seeing him and gotten fired. So I thought, I'm not going to oh, ever, ever see him. who did that? Ron Swallow. So yeah. there was a I cartoon. remember Moesha. There was a cartoon. I used to tease oh, really? him so much. Yeah. <laughs> what? Ron. Not Ron oh, Lewis. Oh, no, wait. Ron, Ron Swallow. Swallow. Oh, shit. Yeah. yeah, I went Ron Lewis. No, totally yeah. Ron. I forgot about Ron Swallow. Exactly. Okay, I forgot you know he why? worked here. <laughs> because he got fired right away because he said, Mitzi, you got to see me. And she goes, fire him. Yeah. So for two so years. So he didn't even get on? Oh, he got on. He got fired. Oh, okay. She I like thought she, he asked so, and she fired you know, him. No, he asked. She saw it. Then she said, you got to. It's kind of like. He took it's, me to McDonald's, my first open mic here, to it, give me the rundown on what to do at the comedy yeah. store. I was like, cool. It reminds me of, did you guys ever watch Never the Death Row Records him. Behind the Music? Yeah. In the Death Row Records Behind the Music, somebody breaks into a boardroom meeting and says, you have to hear me rapping. You have to hear my rapping. And they go, okay, but if we don't like it, we're going to beat your ass. Yes. Says, okay. He starts, gets two words in, boom, boom, boom. They wail on him. That's Ron Swallow. Oh, my the God. Poor dude. <laughs> So anyway, he got fired. So for two years, I refused to go up. Then I decided, you know, I want to get, I want to host the open mic. Maybe I get non-paid. I'm going to go up. It's a bad night, and Judy Chinchado bumps me, and of course she dies. Then Mitzi leaves. The next week, I go up, and for some, Mitzi was in a good mood. And also, if you remember, at the time, Mitzi used to come in once every few weeks. Yeah. And when she'd come in, since no, she never came in, people would interrupt her. She they talked. Oh to her. yeah, it was it's annoying. Polly Shore, who liked me for whatever I think, because I was Whoa. meeting him. Said, Mom, you Classic. have to, you have to watch school. him, Mom. And she he managed to bump everyone away. And that's why she... And then she was in a good mood and I got passed. And I shouldn't have been passed. 
And uh, it was very incredibly lucky. That is really impressive because usually when Polly says, Mom, this, she goes, go away and goes the complete opposite. Oh, don't worry. She never gave me any spots and then said to me. (laughs) Don't worry. People are worried. You're a writer. And I was like, you know, you've never actually seen me do stand up enough to know what I write. But it was just for my looks. Look, she's like, you're a writer. I said, well, I'd like to be an actor. She said, you're a character act. I said, well, you know, people have told me that. (laughs) <laughs> and then she, then she snickered, and then that was that. And that was the extent of my interaction with Mitzi. With the all of it. Uh, oh, no, there was one time she saw me on stage and said, get him all. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Off, so she oh, could have okay. Skip, Skippy perform. So, Skippy uh, Simon? Oh, yeah. He, uh, I don't know if you've ever uh, seen his act, but he does this thing about Chewbacca having oh, diarrhea. Yeah. Anyway, I have seen that. Yeah. It's understandable. It's understandable. I will say this. In this case, she was right. You know, they say she can tell if somebody has what it takes, and she didn't think I did, and God bless her, she was 100% right David, about that's that. Not true. <laughs> not true at all. But that you said, what it takes. but then you see some of the, the people in Neons, you're like, hmm, I'm not sure that she was 100% right all the time, but yeah. you know what the hell. That whenever someone tells me about how she had the eye, I just go, I just want you to go out and read 15 names in one <laughs> and, section. And you'll and notice Adam Sandler is not one of them because she did not pass him. Well, wait a minute. I agree uh, with her on that. I love Adam Sandler. I love his movies. I think he's terrific. He definitely has a thing. But as far as a stand-up comic. He's, oh, no, right. he's no, no, no he's, spaghetti and he's meatballs. He's no Georgia Jean. He's no spaghetti and meatballs. He's certainly no Georgia Jean. No Goulden. Yeah, yeah. Goulden. These girls got Shalani. Oh, got oh, it for a nonchalant. He did so not many. get laughed. She, she he only got passed million him. spots too. The only reason room. she passed him Could. is because she wanted to start that Middle Eastern thing. She was like, and the only reason she gave him spots Egyptian is his name night. began with A, and that's when she lost interest in doing the lineups. <laughs> yeah. I just remember whenever he was on the lineup, I'd be like, oh, God, I wonder if he'll make he the five minutes. Barely and he would get, get like, to eight The longest minutes. I ever saw him was seven. Oh, he would tap out? Of, he'd just quit? Well, yeah, he'd just he would, get off stage. Who's and he, next? And he'd always, he'd always film, which I thought was hilarious. And he was the opener. He ended up writing for television, too. I'm sure. I'm surprised he's not a prince somewhere or something He crazy. might be a showrunner somewhere. I can think of people who I was like, uh, I remember telling some but people. But that was pure ethnicity. You will never make it as a writer. And now they're very successful writers. I remember telling them, well, I was wrong. I thought you had no talent, but you've done very well for yourself. Yeah, but it turns out no talent is hiring. <laughs> By the way, so. somehow that apology was not received very well either. Is that right? Like, yeah, it was un- unacceptable. Apology? I missed it. I'm sorry. I thought you had no talent, but oh, you made oh, it anyway. I see what you're saying. <laughs> that apology is not acceptable. They, yeah, they, they, didn't, really, like, they didn't like the underhandedness of that <laughs> no, apology. No. That's what my friend calls a forehand insult. <laughs> yeah, that's nice. Forehand yeah, insult. Yeah. No sandwich method there. Just straight to the <laughs> no fucking. No backhander. I go other hand. So yeah. did you stay wait, working and not getting spots? Like you stayed a door guy for a while. No, after you, you know, honestly, passed? I was there for two years and then I got passed and then I was working. The, I was less. I wasn't the door guy that much, but I was a phone guy in the morning. Oh, that's it. Okay. But the problem was, and it still is, sort of, if you are an employee at the store, you don't. They lose leverage over you. 
I mean, now they can I ban you, I guess. But what once you're they, paid regular, once you're paid regular, yeah. they what they gonna fire you? You're still paid regular. Yeah. So one morning, I remember I handed Nick Yusuf the morning phone shift because I used to work. And then one morning, he called me. and goes, "Fuck! I completely overslept my shift." And I said, "Oh no." Well, just hold on a second. And I called Duncan. I'm like, "Hey, Duncan." Uh, Nick made me the warning shift, and I completely blew it off. I'm really sorry about that. And he goes, he you, he gave that to you. I go, oh, yeah, he totally gave it to me, and I completely blew it off. It's my fault. You might have to fire me. And they go, okay. And then, yeah, because there's no, nothing to do with me. Nick was not an employee. It was not paid not at that paid point. Yet. I was. Yeah. But, yeah, they, they had no leverage over you. So they were – in fact, I was – at that point – the cover booth guy was the person determining the order of the comics on Sunday. And I remember showing up with six people waiting. I said, well, I'm first because I know the cover booth guy and he's very dishonest. So I put myself above <laughs> everyone else and they were li- That's when I got fired. That's beautiful. Yeah. Who was the cover booth bu- guy that was very dishonest? Me. I was you. the cover booth oh. guy. Yeah. I'm like, I know him. He's very, very dishonest. I feel that way, that's by the amazing. way, about the bagger at self-check at Ralph's. He really does cut a lot of corners. Oh, boy. Yeah. I uh, I was at the Ralph's in uh, Studio City one time, and it was like close to midnight, and I went to the self-checkout line, and then Rob Schneider okay. walked up yeah. and uh, put his stuff down at the self-checkout next to me, and then started yelling at an employee, and then made the employee come over and bag his, <gasps> really? check his stuff and bag it for him, that and the guy was so like, funny. you can just go get in line. He's like, I don't have time. And the guy was like, oh, okay, well, you just scan it. He's like, can't you just do it? I was like, this That's is genius. That I love that you me, said Republicans. Yeah, Republicans are like That's that. so right. The, it reminds me of something. I remember somebody, Jim Painter was standing next to me one night at the store to show Not what a, a different Republican. place it was. No, but it was somebody, I think it was Roseanne was doing some show in the main room. Right. And her employer, somebody gave me attitude. And I looked at her, I said, fuck you, I work here. And I walked oh away. God. And Painter goes, whoa, nothing <laughs> happened to me. No. Of course you know? not. Fuck you. I work, work here. here. But that was the during kind of the dead years oh, where was we, awesome. we really it truly were. I think what you mean are, is the glory years. Glory yeah, it years. Was I think we should the change golden it to age the, you know, of the I say that. <laughs> I am really, really happy that I came up then. I wish I had done something with my career. But it was, if I could pick a time, that was a great. No, was there an audience there? Fuck no. no. But it was fun. Debauchery. And, yeah, good there, times. Were, there were no cameras. There were no oh, locks. They and had cameras. They just didn't work. They no, didn't this was before cameras. There no, no, we cameras. had some. Really? We just didn't retain any of it. It, was yeah, it cost oh, really? money oh, yeah. to, to actually record. Yeah. It was really fun. I walked in on Eddie Griffin fucking. You know, it was like. <laughs> yeah, on, yeah, Ari was just telling purpose. us about that. <laughs> yeah, no, wait, so like, ha- how are we going to do it? No, yeah. was like, well, what if I just. I there? just go, I have an idea. Open the door because we walked to the back. We heard him fucking in the back. What do we do? We're kind of stymied by the door. I go, oh, I got this. I open the door. I walk in, see a girl bent over. I go, oh, my God. And I turned. I ran, walked away. I'm like, okay. And then I went back to the booth. <laughs> Fifteen minutes later, Eddie comes up, giggles, and fist bumps me. That's it. Yes. He was so happy. Was it one of my waitresses? No, it wasn't. Oh, okay. He was so happy. You saw what you wanted to, to have. See. To, yeah. Well, he, well, also, he was so happy to be seen. No, one of the waitresses said he used to come up and press his erection on her. But oh, constantly. Yeah, but I don't think to she everyone. Was, but she there, wasn't there super was a depressed few he by slept it. with. No, it was, yeah. a, and I had to fire some because really, yeah, because he'd be like, "There's one girl I kind of thought she would have because she had slept with Pacey from Dawson's Creek." So okay, I'm like, you know, I don't know who is that, that is. Josh Jackson. 
Okay. No, I mean, I don't know who Pacey from oh, Dawson yeah. Creek is. Uh, it was, but you know, the, the, waitress, waitress. the waitress. He was also the star of Mighty Ducks. Well, the waitress was quite pretty and, in fact, had confessed to Eleanor that, that she was sexually attracted to me, and I managed to drive her away. Oh, I remember exactly who she yes, was. I yes. Don't know. Yeah. That's beautiful. She was like, I remember being like, you don't really fit in here, but well, that's the thing. That's why I, I love that her. she was attracted she to was you. She was very pretty. Okay, here's the thing. Very she was, smart. She's very pretty. No, she was very pretty. And uh, so she, the thing <laughs> no. about her was shut down on <laughs> very time, smart. Every time I say it, he goes no. 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 Like, she oh, was yeah. fine, but she worked the. I worked the cover booth. Rick Ramos worked the door, and she was the waitress. <laughs> and yeah, so Ramos would flirt. With, <laughs> Ramos would flirt with her really hard, and I would be utterly dismissive. So she would be like, he'd be like, "How's it going, Lizzie?" I go, "Just get away." And then so the th- but here's the thing. Here's the thing that really won her over. She was talking about some guy. She goes. Uh, Anyway, I think he's gay because he's not attracted to me. I said, I'm straight and I'm not attracted to you. And she said, <gasps> why not? I said, you're not that smart. She goes, what? Oh. I mean, I go, no, you're not that smart. She complained to the manager who I found out she was fucking. And she goes, do you think I'm smart? He goes, yeah, I think you're smart. And so, But her dad turns out to have been a surgeon at some Massachusetts hospital. So, of course, after a while, she decided that was what she was sexually attracted to, the fact that I was so dismissive. So, Ram was like, I don't get it. You're mean to her, and she likes it. I said, well, did we learn a lesson here? And he goes, good point. I want to fuck her. <laughs> that's a good point. Are you barking, Rick? <laughs> no, that's that's just Rick Ramos no. trying to laugh for you. I forgot you. he had the same name for a second. <laughs> so, yeah. He, I should have said Ramos. Yeah. He, uh, so, yeah, that was. she was quite pretty, and then I was in the middle of an eight-year sex drought, so even when she called me. Eight to, years? Eight years. She, oh, call, yeah. she called me to say she the was tech horny. World. She going to say she was horny, and somehow I didn't close on the deal. David, that's I unacceptable. I know, I know, it's unacceptable. She was like married like three times, or she something. was married Wasn't once she? before to some dyslexic British actor, okay. and then she ended We've up dating. We've all been there. Yeah, she. Well, I mean, he basically is illiterate. Um, so then she, then she was dating some actor who's successful, and it's funny. I ran into her at like at uh, Starbucks and I'm like how's it going call me and she goes fuck you and then, <laughs> and then later the guy would say to her goes, seems like you guys are friends she goes no fuck him <laughs> that's beautiful so uh, yeah you- and then somebody said she showed up at the store and complained about me like I think she likes you I'm like yeah I, think I she saw does. her here a couple months ago really mm-hmm. oh. she was uh, roast battle I don't oh. even know who we're talking about yeah but it's okay she's cute she was she's really pretty. cute she's pretty I'll show a picture a, oh I'll show a picture yeah. uh, anyway did you ever have a relationship with any other waitresses no, I'm trying to think here. Not no. a real relationship. I, I don't think I've I ever had. I honestly never had sex. Did you with ever a wait- date a waitress, Rick? I've never. I've never had sex a with a comedy store waitress. Oh, I like the way he said that. What? Uh, Rick said I never dated. Yeah, good for you. I know <laughs> none of them would sleep with me. They were like gross. They thought I was disgusting. Did you ever date that bartender who dated Favorman? No, but in one of the strangest events of all time. Oh, I remember her. Uh, yeah. Favorman came up to me. I think it was at Renazizi's. Uh, Oh, okay. Um, it was at Renazizi's 4th of July party or something. Yeah. And so Favorman and her showed up, and uh, Favorman's like, hey, I need to talk to you. I'm like, all right. And he's like, yeah, so I'm uh, I'm seeing her, and I, and I wanted to let you know. I'm like, okay, cool. And he was like, because, you know, she told me you guys hooked up. And I was like, I don't, I don't, I don't think I did. I, I never. <laughs> I drink a lot. Yeah, I mean, that I, was it. I was like, I'm trying to like, I, I get really fucked up. But I'm like, I'm, I know for a fact I never did anything with her. And he's like, well, she said you did. And I'm like, well, that, now that's just weird. Real. There was one girl like a while ago, not a store girl, just a random. But the, this reminds me because we hooked up and I couldn't get an erection because I was drunk. 
And then I was like, fuck, that's embarrassing. But it happened enough. I'm like, what do I really care? So we go out again. And she says, <laughs> I love it. So, you know, we go out again. She goes, well, we've had sex. And I'm like, yes, we have. <laughs> we sure have. So this does not count as incrementing your number at all. That's right. And then we actually did it that time. It was pretty great. Oh, thank God. I ran I ran into that bartender girl like a year yeah. after she and Faverman uh broke up or whatever right after and she, she was pressed charges <laughs> whatever <just> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. should have pressed charges although she was very aggressive so maybe no 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 you don't understand the thing about Faberman is he's secretly very sensitive it, it, so totally. what always ends up happening is you're like well look he, that, ca- that caveman is grabbing that girl and later he's like <laughs> Bro, she hurt me. Destroyed my heart. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Bro, I he crushed, really is the I cru- sweetest. I shattered her pussy, but <laughs> she shattered my soul. <laughs> well, I see her, and she's walking down the street with her girlfriend, who she's at that point a lesbian, and her oh, girlfriend yeah, yeah. looked exactly like Favorman. No. I thought, I thought more likely the girlfriend would look like you. Nope, the girlfriend looked just like Faverman, only a little thicker. Was that the same mustache? A little thicker. It was so scary. A little thicker. Oh, it was like, oh You know your God. dad issues are bad when you're dating girls to look like them. Oh, yeah. Happy Father's Day, guys. That's yeah, she it. was cute, but she was... Uh, she was a little off, loony. A little off. And she, and she thought she was a rapper. Oh, yeah, I that's, remember by that. The way, that is a, such a tell. If you have a white girl who raps, you're like, oh... You are probably have a problem. And she was, yeah, and she was from Michigan, so she obviously thought she was Eminem, which is weird. Did she play the music for you in her car? Remember that she had her rap music. Yeah, I do remember (laughs) listening to rap music. I I want you to imagine how much Favorman had to pretend to enjoy her rapping. Yeah, to get (laughs) into a relationship. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, think about that. It's not just like, I mean, he he full on dated her, which meant. He that was sustained pretending to believe in her ability to yeah. rhyme. Yeah, she was she was kind of I mean she was definitely crazy, but I remember she told me one time and she would get me she, I would I would drink like eight beers and five shots and she'd charge me like five bucks. Yes. It was great. By the way, this is why Perfect. Mitzi used to hire Thai bartenders yeah. with oh, yeah. her belief because that of... they couldn't make friends enough. Right. Well, there, yeah, which there was a language for, barrier, yeah. and all they knew were the rules, and they followed them. Which is also why they used Until to have these I narrow columns. <laughs> really? They had these narrow columns for the names, and then these 15-letter tie names yeah. oh, to, yeah. that would run over, and then there'd be a short, like, Huck, yeah. Bill, Yeah, yeah. every continent yeah. in the world, and then Bill. It was like customer service. So, she, 15 uh, shots. Uh, yeah, yeah, so, she, and she's like, uh, my boyfriend hates you. And I'm like, have I ever met your boyfriend? And she's like, no. And I'm like, why, why does he hate me? And she's like... Well, we were, I can't remember if they were in the Caribbean or Hawaii, they're at some island vacation. And I kept telling them how much more fun it would be if you were there. I'm like, yeah, gee, I wonder why. He this doesn't is, by like the way, me. she was the worst of all worlds, and here's why. Some girls, and I I've run into a lot of them at the comedy why. store, and they've been a few at the store. There's a certain type of woman who, if you treat her like a human being, you are guaranteed to never fuck her. Yeah. You know, you by treating her like a human, by having her feel should. these human emotions, you absolutely walled yourself off. Whereas, as I recall, Favorman's move was her was just like grab for her and she's like, wait a second. Yeah. Is I don't this, know why you would tell not, my deep darkest secrets on personal? the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> and he also hooked up with the other blonde. Yes, he got the second one, the one whose complexion oh, yes. was so bad that I was talking to Dan Mintz in the hallway <laughs> and somebody was lighting a lighter in front of her. I go, Don't set her on fire, it might improve her complexion. <gasps> And Dan Save goes. It. Dan Mintz goes. Oh my god! <laughs> he was blown away. Like, whoa. That, that was a funny relationship that they have because it, Favorman had a girlfriend, so he told her, oh, I the, can only do it." No, oh, no, 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 no. You're thinking of a different you. girl. 
Oh, is it? No, not the girl? bartender. You're thinking of the wait, the waitress. Yeah, the waitress. That's the wait, what no, I was we're talking about, about the bartender. The bartender. Oh, she was had the, one the bad, bad skin, skin too. He's got a type. The waitress. <laughs> the waitress was You're the one. You're absolutely that, right. Yeah, the waitress was the one who I was thinking of when I was saying how you can't treat a woman right. like humans. That's why maybe I. So anyway, on that. so she. Yeah. What was the thing he said to her? He told her that like because he had a girlfriend that they can only do it doggy style because that, that wasn't sense. cheating. Yeah, yeah. And she believed it because if it's not eye to eye, then oh yeah, never happened. It was so bad, and she kept going there. She's like, I don't know why I keep going there, and I'm like. Like, I don't even know why I'm talking to you. That is a girl who I once talked to, and she goes, she's talking about some like guy at the store. She goes, I don't, he's not good looking. I'm like, okay. So, and I was even asking, I'm like, okay. So we're walking, we're all walking out of the back, you know, but you know, we open until two in the morning. You'd walk out, and you'd be in the parking lot. So me and Ari and that guy and the waitress and a bunch of people, we're walking out, we're all standing in the parking lot, and Ari goes, what happened to that waitress and that guy? And I'm like, <laughs> Huh, it's been like 15 it's minutes. Weird. They were just fucking in the alleyway. We didn't have the alarm working either back then. Really? Yeah, no, <laughs> sometimes. there used to be, I remember people, sometimes. people used to say there was a motion censored alarm and that's why you couldn't stay over for Halloween. It was like a thing. Well, so anyway, yeah. it was like, they said, you can't stay in the store. It's a motion sensor alarm. Anyway, one night, everybody's drinking. I come to work the next morning because I'm working the morning phone shift. I'm there for like an hour. Ari stumbles into the phone room. He goes, I guess there's no motion sensor. <laughs> Somebody was going to test it and he tested it. Yeah, it wasn't on But on we purpose, didn't have motion yeah. and we also didn't have the belly room door wasn't jigged up. So we knew that. Like we would come, really? we would stay late, late, late. Yeah. And that, and then just walk out at four or five in the morning through that door. Unless some asshole, we had one girl, she was so high, she went out the wrong door and set it off at five in the morning. So yeah, we all had to disperse and they had to call the fucking ass. cops. I remember one night Brody's playing the drums on a bucket in the middle of the <laughs> night, like two in the morning. And then the cops come for some other reason and he's like looking and there's a bucket with drums and he's like looking around but he did not get in trouble it was just an alarm situation you feel bad for anybody who lived above the store when it was really loud yeah yeah because i was here to like three in the morning like we were all just getting high it's a pot scene now but before it was an alcohol scene and that's when it was loud you know in a way louder yeah you're right Yeah, you can see why they almost encourage marijuana use because it's the same reason that british encouraged people in hong kong to smoke opium it keeps people sedate yeah it calms them down (laughs) yeah because we uh, we would drink all night and then we'd play wiffle ball like three in the morning yes and then it was like uh, just out of control Uh yeah it's great I'd be like, I have to go to work in four hours, so I better just not sleep. It was a really good place. You know, it's funny. I was thinking about that when I was working there. Like, I, you know, I had that job where I was worth a million dollars, like I other jobs, but that was the one I enjoyed the most was working at the store because yeah. it was just fun. Well, because the inmates ran the asylum. Yeah, the inmates so ran the a- asylum. Yeah, and it was just, I learned a lot about life. It was really good. Yeah, I mean, and it was, everybody had their own little group. I can remember. Uh-huh. I- yeah. I remember uh, t- we all thought we were going to be stars from Dice's uh, the, whatever he was filming. Yeah, the, the daily the uh, da- specials <laughs> of Andrew Dice Clay. None of us knew exactly what was happening. Time. You know what's crazy? We're going to throw Mike Black seen, down some stairs. <laughs> have you seen the one he did with Martin Scorsese? And you're like, holy fucking shit, Oh, that shit, one man. brilliant. That yeah. was later, though. Yeah, yeah that's way later. Just, but you're like, this guy has not changed. Yeah. He's, He's just still making those yeah. videos. He's got A-listers. Yeah. <laughs> But no, I, I and I can remember telling him because he would get jealous of our relationship because oh, I was yeah. Yeah. obsessed with David. So I was like, that's my pseudo husband. And then he didn't say anything. And then like, what we go that home. Mean? That's what he did. We go Don't home. Be a it's hours later. And he literally goes, what does pseudo mean? <laughs> and it, it was dead serious. It was like, I, I just died. I was like, yes, perfect. <laughs> This is it's, exactly. Yeah. Does that mean you just fuck? Well, yeah. what a I've, had, I've had a pseudo before. 
I once, I I once did a pseudo with an 85-year-old <laughs> chick. Yeah. What? What's that? What does that Is mean that to you? Position? I don't know what you're saying. Reverse you know, pseudo. The really sad thing about the Dice show is that they never had the my favorite scene ever with you and Dice. Which, oh. The which, one that you told me about. You told me the story. Yeah, which yeah. Is, oh. And I've told it and to no And we've tried. Fewer, I've pitched it to them. The, I've, like a hundred people. Lesbians at the airport. Yeah. It's, it's fuck. I mean, I'm, I've told it to, because it sums up Dice. Yeah. Have you, uh, you told the show in the pocket? The idea is that Dice is, is getting bags at the airport. You're with him. You're you guys yep. are both with him. Yeah, and we were doing our fake Dice, fighting. Yeah, Dice spies two hardcore bull-like lesbians behind. Favorably you know? looking yes. ladies. Favorably. So of course, this is well about that. They he were goes, dating that He sees it and he goes, dummy, get the bag, dummy. <laughs> right. To you and you play, oh that's <laughs> okay. I'm it's a our snipper. public theater. Yeah, yeah, so you run and he goes, dummy. Dummy. And that's, you know, most people would have stopped there. Yeah. But here's yeah. the genius of Dice. Dice, <laughs> after letting this go for a while, as I recall. Doesn't long enough to that they're, they're getting, getting angry. They're physically fist. angry. Yeah. Like you yeah. can it tell. justifies everything they've always thought about this man. And then he turns to them and says, chicks. You, you dudes, dudes know, know what, what I'm, I'm talking, talking about. about. It's like that is the. You're cr- disgusting, is what the one lady <laughs> said. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? <laughs> what? <laughs> what? <laughs> You're disgusting. That was her, one I, of their responses. I would have to like shamefully walk out of there. Like, yeah, I got the bags. Yeah. It's. You, Holding I, every bag, oh, too. Did I tell you? Because you gotta finish the bit. Yeah. yeah you can't a, fucking let the bit go. I tell you about Ashley and me. She used no. to. So I was dating this girl on and off for ten years, and the one thing she, one of the many things she really hated about me was, I, I can't help myself. It's funny, I'm more of a performer off stage than like on stage. Deadpan. So what I would do is I do this thing, where whenever we'd be in a public place, I would humiliate her. It's what I love to do. So sure. so anyway, her niece has a birthday. True love. Party. Yeah, she's like her eighteen year old niece has a birthday party. We're at Soho House. All the kids packing the elevator. Wow. We're in the elevator. And the door closes and she looks at me and she goes, don't, because she can see it. And I go, she goes, don't. I go, I can't believe it. It's half mine and you want to get rid of it. (laughs) And she's like, don't do this because she's getting annoyed. But the great part is it plays is really real. So I'm talking about this abortion she wants to have, but I want to have the baby because I love her. But I never use the word baby or abortion. I just talk about it. And she goes, just stop this. Just please stop. It's really embarrassing her. And afterwards, they die laughing. And she's like, what the fuck? I go, those kids thought that was real. She goes, no, they didn't. I go, those kids thought it was real. (laughs) A week later. Her her niece has some like you know Instagram video of of Ashley holding her dog up you know, and one of the kids comments on the picture is, should she be holding a dog like that when she's pregnant? It's <gasps> the oh. best. And then the best oh part God. was having she called me and she did laugh about it. We laughed having the niece have to explain first of all what I was like well, yeah. she, she, and then also what this, you are yeah, the, the way she put it was that's my aunt's boyfriend he's a quote comedian quote and then also trying to explain to millennials why that was funny that about the it's just offensive oh, yeah. David about the abortion hor- David you don't understand how I'm sure they all is. tweeted about it, it just was, how terrible you are I'm sure yes, they went to hilarious. therapy over yeah. it the niece knew because the niece is used to it but but yeah Ashley was so she was like don't do this. She Hashtag was like, the monster of safe spaces. <laughs> but that's the, the thing. Soho what house. Dice does Dice. is like, yeah, it's like you're out in public and you're like, she's just thinking, she goes, you need to get back on stage because I'd be doing stuff. Goes, oh, and he was roll- on stage yeah, every night and still doing it. I mean, we would leave yeah. here and go to Ralph's and he'd do- pull these antics. He'd put- did I tell you what I did last night? 
We got booted what? from Toys R Us once. <laughs> Are you serious? Uh, me and Dice. In Ralph's, he put the camera in the bread, between the bread, right? And he's yelling at me, pick it up, pick it up, right? And nobody can see the camera, and he's just yelling at me. And I'm I'm nervously like this weak woman picking up fucking whatever he's he is throwing. Real. He threw bananas at me. It was right before Thanksgiving, too. So it just seemed like this horrendous domestic violence. And two aisles over, I'm walking by myself, like, because he was setting up a shot. Yeah, Technically, absolutely. nobody knows this. Yeah. And this lady walks up, really nervous, you know, and she looks right at me because she don't see him around. She goes, no one has to live like this. By the way, was that on the show? And I'm like, <laughs> why is that not on the show? I don't, be, I, because I told them and they didn't get it. You and Andrew, the secret of they Dice, wouldn't yeah. watch the videos. I'm it's, telling you, I pitched all The secret of him these. is that he is a brilliant prankster. Last Night, the only uh, thing I, they put in yeah. were the garbage runs this year. Last night, I, I was standing next to Molly and John Little, and some really pretty blonde girl walks up, and I go, "How good to see you!" Because every time you meet a girl, you always treat her like you've always known her. Yeah. Because why not? You know, sometimes you'll Make say, "Make her feel dumb." Well, no, no, no. Because it's, you say, I like to say, like, uh, "It's been a while." Because either it has been a while, and then they feel special, or it hasn't, and then they realize it's a joke, and if they don't, then what difference does it make? Yeah, who cares? So this girl's very pretty, but here's the thing about talking to a really pretty girl is a lot of times she sees a guy like me, and she's like, obviously this guy's treating me like an home, and he's ugly. I must have met him and forgotten him because he is not comely enough for me to remember. Right. So I go, how's it going? She goes, oh, hey. And I go, she go, I go, how are you? She goes, good. She goes, how are you? I said, not good. I said, uh, <laughs> my father died, and... Oh. Uh, my mom is sick, and I'm worried I'm gonna have to put her in a home. And how do you do that? What you know? So I'm going on and on about my poor sick, which, by the way, Jesus. not true at all. So I'm telling about how I don't know how to put my mother in a home. And meanwhile, she wants she's trying to go up the OR stairs. She desperately wants to get away, but she also desperately doesn't want to be the type of she person, be a bad person who walks away. Yeah. So she's trapped and halfway through as I'm explaining how my mother has strokes and uh, and she's Jesus, just like multiple David. strokes. And she just eventually she just different bolts. strokes. And then little goes. You know that girl? I go. I've never met her before in my life. <laughs> he goes, he goes, I think you. I think it could be insane. I go. It's possible. I loved it though. And Molly just laughed. She was like, "But it's a great thing to do." Yeah. Is basically fuck with people. Yeah. Punish oh. someone for them not being sexually attracted to you. Yeah. <laughs> David, that's a terrible way. Well, it's called judo. It's a. It's a fantastic. Uh, way to to look at things. I yeah, think. it absolutely is. Yeah. I don't think that's good. That's not nice. I knew, you don't need to do that. You're a good guy. When, and people when are- I first met Dave, uh, he was one of the first people to pull me aside and be like, "Don't ever do that stupid shit you're doing on stage." And okay. I was like, "Oh, okay." okay. He was very honest a real with me gift, about it. A real gift. And then uh, and then I'm like, "All right." And I watched him basically just destroy a couple people in an audience. I'm like, "That's funny," because that's my sense of humor. It's like just watching some uppity bitch get fucking destroyed okay and then i was standing on the front with she's around the patio and this car pulls up and this girl's like john and john's like is that girl talking to me and at that point john didn't work here he wasn't doing comedy he was just the dude who slept on my couch he'd sleep in my van much yeah 100 he'd sleep in my car in the back of the lot while i worked the parking lot (laughs) and then he, he he was hanging out we were probably drinking at that point and I'm like, yeah, I'm pretty sure she's talking to you. We walk over and it's some girl that he went to college with or some somebody knew from college anyway. And, um, we're talking to her and 
she's like, you want to come in? She's like, I'll never go to that place again. We're like, really? Why? And she's like, there's this guy. He's bald, and his name is Dave, and he made me cry. <laughs> it was like, I wonder who that was. Yeah, I, I, I might be able to figure out who that is yeah. exactly. Do you give a lot of comics advice like that? Uh, like, don't ever do you that know, I again. I try not to give it advice. I mean, I guess if I did So you that. obviously liked Rick. You were like. Yeah, yeah. No, it's like, another thing, too, is you know who the only person who ever gave me good advice as a stand-up was Dice? He's the only one. And the way he gave good advice was not by, by not giving advice. He would like sort of say stuff and it made sense, but it was never like pointed. At I'm sure you I violate or- that all the time. I'll offer tags to people or whatever. But usually my rule is this. If they're on stage at the store, their career is already ahead of mine. So what the fuck? I've watched too many people show up and then go right past me. And you're like, well, I guess that's how it's going to be. Yeah. You so, helped me with been tags. There. Yeah. But I like to, I, I'll give tags to people because... He ba- he basically just told me like uh, you need to quit doing that Will Ferrell shit and come up with your own shit because I was doing impressions <laughs> that were basically oh, that's all just right. straight. I forgot. Yeah, yeah. You do some great fucking characters though. Have you been doing the characters at all? I mean, not really. Those characters know. are a plus 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 plus. Thank you. Yeah. yeah. What which characters? Like Argus? Uh, drunk Argus. Uh, Argus is the best. Let's see. I can't remember. The, drunk Argus is good. We used to. I used to have something called the David Taylor catastrophe. Oh, my, that was glorious. My live talk show, which was sort oh, of in yes. reverse order of success, because Ari was my sidekick and my my warm up guy was Steve Renazzisi, <laughs> and uh, and my hecklers were O'Neill and Danish, and he would always do a character, and then I would have people on. The Forgot best char- about that. The best guest I ever had was my friend who did topless pictures of homeless women. Uh, and we showed the pictures it was incredible and then it was like there's some laughter and then a bit of a moral sense and then by the end when they had the topless woman who was in the wheelchair that was when we really cracked the audience's (laughs) neck it was the UCB back when they gave me a show and they did it for four shows then the last one I ever did it ended with Ari wrestling a naked Ari wrestling Ryan O'Neal and O'Neal's finishing move O'Neal's finishing move was slapping Ari's ass his naked ass repeatedly and they're like yeah I think that might be the end of your show <laughs> at the UCB it was a great show I'm surprised show. O'Neal did that he's so OCD I'm surprised he touched him oh no when he fights he's not a, remember O'Neal wanted to fight Ari yeah I do everybody wants to well, fight no, no. They were, no, they I want to fight like, Ari they were like training they were training fight. for it but the thing is oh, Ari that's... I think Ari realized oh this is going to be bad so we always had this yeah because O'Neal's like a real yeah, fighter yeah weird, real, weird legal rules like oh uh, insurance or something ridiculous <laughs> Just like he did with Nick Yusuf. Ari played Nick Yusuf at basketball, which is a game I set up, by the way, because I'm, I'm like, oh, Nick would kill you at basketball. Oh, uh, it's not true. I'm like, yes, it, I've seen both of you. Yeah, oh, uh, it's not true. Anyway, they play one-on-one, the worst game you've ever seen in the history of basketball. Was Nick wearing jeans? I no, just have a but it, there's a picture of Ari prostate on the ground, leaned over, his head's <laughs> on the ground. He is exhausted beyond measure. The score was two to one. <laughs> oh, my God. So, Anyway, That's... by the end, Nick was clearly going to win. So Ari started doing stuff like, I gotta use the bathroom. I gotta use the bathroom. To try to get. He, the whole end of the I game, can't. he's like, I use the bathroom to try to gain breath. Now, the joke is, once the game was over, it's amazing. He didn't have to use the bathroom That's anymore. So straight. Nick's like, no, fuck you. No bathroom. <laughs> then he did this dude thing where he'd be like, he like, and then he'd throw up a shot quickly. Like, he was trying every fucking move. The old skills. And it got close. And I'm like, oh, you can't lose this. What, was the, what did they play to 10? They played to 11, and it was an hour and 15 minutes. No. It was no. the worst game I've ever seen, ever. I wish there was, like, seven cameras on that. It was That's really. ridiculous. But the best picture was the one of Ari just exhausted you would have thought this guy oh he, as i recall he's like wearing black airwalks he showed up not having eaten but he did smoke pot it was like naturally yeah. it was like a morning it was like noon or something it was a great game it was at the west hollywood park 
I, and I, to go back, I had forgotten about that UCB show you did, but yeah. that shit was so fun. It was super fun. The I characters did, were good. I did Traveling Travis one oh, time. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh. Um, and then I, I remember doing Darnell. Yes, Darnell. Darnell's yeah. a great and, uh, character. Something, something, like Ari's wife or something talked about being pregnant. Oh, yeah. And that like, was and it might really be your disturbing. baby. And I was like, well, we'll know if that baby got AIDS. AIDS. That, yeah, was, that was the best line. Yeah, <laughs> the baby got AIDS. Is, yeah, that and was then, really uh, fun. Yeah. The other thing I remember is... Is there footage of that or you know, yes and no. There sort of is, but here's the problem. It wasn't well it shot. It wasn't, yeah, good quality. So yeah. it's just one of those things that just goes into the memory hole. Fuck. I remember. You should bring it back. There was uh, a bunch of those, the, like the sketch guys. Oh, uh, yeah. There was one. This is the one that happened. What happened was this. Um, Michael Bush and Jonah yeah. Ray decided they were going to They were gonna do a sketch. I go, great. I go, just tell me when. You can do whatever. And it doesn't matter. Just tell me when. I'll let you go anywhere time to show. They go, we're just going to do it whenever. I'm like, just tell me when. So the problem was they decided to hijack the show because they were taking over the show. But what they didn't realize was just how fast the, the animals fa- that you they had. didn't realize the fastball. <laughs> right. You know, they thought I could step to the plate. So Bush steps crazy. to the plate. He, he interrupts the show. It's Bush and, and Jonah. And then what happens is I walk off. Ari walks off. And then the crowd turns on them with such a fury that O'Neill and Dana... Uh, uh, Ingram's making fun of him. Yeah. O'Neill and Dana start chanting, pumpkin, pumpkin, pumpkin. Because yeah. Bush looks just like a pumpkin. And I kept saying he looked like a pumpkin. pumpkin yeah. Hey, with your shirt off, looking yeah. like a pumpkin. Pumpkin. <laughs> and then you could see the fear in his eyes. And the best part is Jonah Ray turned on he him. He just switched, took <laughs> my side. Yeah. yeah and he, Bilak just came up to oh, me yeah, backstage. Yeah. He was like, hey, uh, these guys are hijacking the show and uh, just go out there and ruin their yeah, shit. I, I was like, what do you want me to do? He's like, don't give a shit. Just get out there and ruin their it shit. It was, was like, brutal. okay. And you could see in his eyes, too. It was like, and we've seen this. There's a Mike Tyson quote. Are they huge now? No. Well, oh, okay. Jonah's, doing very, Jonah's doing very well. He's yeah. got like a couple shows. Um, he did, remember the Meltdown? That was Jonah. It was, the meltdown, the comedy show, yeah. like this. Okay. So there's a there's a Mike Tyson quote. Everybody has a plan until they're punched in the mouth. Right. You know, it really defines stand up when you think about it. You all have, think, sure. how many times have you remember when you're starting out, you're like these jokes are gonna be great, and you go up and you're like this is not how it sounded yeah, in front of my dresser. Yeah. Yeah. So I even practice the breaths. Why is this? Yeah. You can you always know, watch a bringer show. You could see people talking in their mirror. Absolutely. On so, but the best was the look in Bush's eye where he was like, "This is not what I expected." I just kept calling him fat, yeah, and then it got. To the point that yeah. he took his shirt off and then we all start oh man look at you taking your shirt off looking like a big old pumpkin and it was like it got worse and worse and worse and he was just crumbling it was, yeah, awesome. it was rick o'neill and danish in the audience heckling i remember you. danish I and o'neill my head off danish and, danish. i just walked out and i was just sat in dave's yeah. chair on the stage and then jonah ray came over and sat in the other chair it was just like well if this guy's yeah. winning <laughs> yeah. i'm gonna be on this side he went off it was the other the other like dude. france the yeah. best was dan mintz was a guest once and uh, yeah. O'Neill and Danish, one of them yelled, hey, Egon, show us your cock. And I'm like, this is really, <laughs> I don't even know why. Uh, I think we lost Rick because he has it to go seems... do Okay, cool. Well, I guess we're room, done with the Maybe, uh... maybe not. I don't know. We're done with the show. Rick, are you de- Are you got to go on? Oh, he's telling him to get ready. Okay, cool. Well, let's, we, okay, Ari cool. Shafir. Okay, boo. I don't want to quit. Can we close it up or what? I don't want to quit. I like it's it. Great. We could wrap it up. Yeah, this Let's is wrap good. it up. Okay, um, wonderful. What this is your social media? No, but I, uh, I love the, those at, Jonah at Ray. David Taylor. I love those stories about the UC because I forgot you guys did it there. Yeah. I, I remember yeah. the show, but I didn't it know. Was it was new there. when they needed people. Jonah got me the show. He, without him, I would not have gotten it. It was Saturday's what, midnight. Did he get mad at you? No, he was like, he knew what I was doing. Look, everybody, that's why I don't get spots. People know what I do. They, oh, it's Jesus. either you buy in or don't. 
You're in or you're the out. The last fuckers. time I did the death ray, I ended with going, that's all you fucking get. That's all you fucking deserve. And they're like, no more of those sets. And that was the end of that. <laughs> Guys, we never even really introduced you, but this is Dave Taylor. Yeah. So where do they find you on social media? Nah, whatever. Are you still doing your podcast? You had no, a I haven't podcast. done it in a year. Why? So I'm lazy. David, and, yeah. I was on your podcast. I was a great guest. You were a great guest. Great episode. Damn it. Okay, it's called Until They Lose Interest. So if you haven't heard it, feel free to listen to it now. Yes, it's They're very just good. as timely now as they were yeah, cause then. Yeah, because you came, you asked great uh, questions. And we Probing talked questions, about a lot of yes. good things. Oh, Rick really... and I, as you noticed, don't ask any goddamn questions. Well, it's well, a different sometimes. sort of experience. Well, yeah. <laughs> it's called, we just like talking about the comedy Until store Until I bullshit. lose interest. Okay, cool. Thank you for having me. I really appreciate it. Dave Taylor at what? At this David Taylor on Twitter. At this David Taylor. Okay. Thank you guys so much. I'm Eleanor Kerrigan. Rick Ingram had to go do a spot in the main room because Shafir is late. All right. Thank you for listening. Bye.